morning, everybody, and welcome to Healing School. As always, Healing School is a place where you can come to hear and to be healed. This morning, we want to discuss some things with you. And if I would give it a title, I would call it Understanding. Understanding plays a big, big, big part in your healing. Okay? You're going to find out. So, uh, good morning, Prophet. Good morning, praise God. Good morning, everyone. All right. We're looking at First Corinthians chapter 11. Uh, we're going to read about maybe nine different scriptures. But we have to read to this passage to get the full understanding of what's being said this morning. So First Corinthians chapter 11, verse 23, Paul is writing, he says, For I have received of the Lord that which also I deliver unto you. So Jesus himself brought his revelation to him. And he said that the Lord Jesus, the same night in which he was betrayed, he took bread, and when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, Take, eat, this is my body which is broken for you. This be in remembrance of me. So listen, Jesus' body was broken so ours can be made whole. Now, prophet, just jump in wherever you want, okay? Now, again, Jesus' body was broken. Some of you are very familiar with the scripture, okay? Every time you take communion, at least with us anyway, you hear this scripture, okay? Many people do not pay much attention. They just gump down the communion and that's it. Oh, but it's going to mean a different thing to you from now on. Okay? You're going to see what we're talking about here. All right? You're going to see. Now, look what he says. Remember that. Verse 25, after the same manner also, Jesus took the cup, and when he accepted saying, this cup is the New Testament in my blood. So he says, often as you drink it, drink it in remembrance of me. Now, notice something here. Pay attention to words. The new covenant prophet is activated by blood. I want to say that again. The new covenant is activated by blood. That's very important to remember. Write that down. Okay? And listen, if you, if you miss something, just remember uh, you can always go back to the message on the podcast, okay? You know how to get to that, all right? Now, now, Jesus took the sin, the penalty that belonged to humanity. But Jesus, in the new covenant, we are one with the Father, we are part of the family 
Jesus is the Savior, and he's our big brother. So in verse 25, he said, remember that. In verse 26, as often as you eat this bread, you do show forth the Lord's death until he comes. Verse 27, wherefore, whosoever shall eat this bread of the Lord unworthily, or as the Greek says, irreverently, shall be guilty of the body and the blood of the Lord. Verse 28, but let a man examine himself, and then let him eat and drink of that cup. Verse 29, for he that eateth and drinketh irreverently, unworthy, eateth and drinketh damnation to himself, not discerning the Lord's body. Listen now, for this cause, what cause? For not discerning the Lord's body, many are weak and sickly amongst you, and many asleep, which means die prematurely. Now look, in verse 30, there's a cause. There's a, a reason why many are weak, sickly, and dying prematurely. This is not talking to the world. This is talking to God's people. There is a cause. When there's weak sickness and dying prematurely. See? Now there's a progression from weakness weakness, sickness, and prematurely death. Now, you can stop it in that flow if you will examine yourselves. If you discern the Lord's body as you should, you can stop that progression from happening. Okay? So the things that we are teaching, you don't understand them unless you are being taught these things. And you see, these things are so important, prophet, because our health is connected to it. Our longevity, long life is connected to this if we discern the body of Christ. Now, when you look at verse 29 and 30 again, not discerning the Lord's body for this cause. What cause? Not discerning the Lord's body. There's sickness, weakness, and premature death in the life of believers. Now, this is so important. you got to see this. See, what does it mean then to discern the Lord's body? It has a twofold application. The first application is if you would discern that Jesus took in his body the penalty for our sins, our disease. The stripes that was laid on him, he paid the price for us to be sickness from disease, pain and sickness. We need to discern it was laid on him and his body was broken so ours can be whole. You need to write that down. And if when people fail to discern that Jesus already paid the price, see, they won't take their stand against sickness and disease. But see, you must learn that the price was already paid. And you can stop putting up with that sickness and disease. See, when you do that, you're failing to exercise your faith. Jesus bore it, and you have to exercise your faith in agreement what he had bore. And you see, this is the cause why people are weak, sick, and die prematurely. That's the first application, okay? That's the first one. Uh, 
Crawford, did you have anything there? Yes. No, no, go ahead. All right. Now, this is the second application. Okay? Now, Jesus' personal body, he took. But on the second application, is to discern the body of Christ, which is God's people, God's children. See, God is our Father, and we, his children, make up the body of Christ. See, when you don't discern it, you are a member, and you have a part to play in the body of Christ. We have responsibilities in the body, but when we don't discern that, that's one of the causes why many are weak, sickly, and dying prematurely because they are not taking their place and bringing their part to the body at large. Do you see that? Pay attention to words now. What is so important here, we have to stop being me-minded, but body of Christ-minded. So we are many members, but one body. And our uh, interest and our affection should be towards the whole body, not just me as one member of the body. Listen to this. Spiritual maturity thinks about the whole and not just one individual. I want to repeat that. Spiritual maturity thinks about the whole entire body and not just one person or me in particular. Okay? It's very important to understand that. What do you say, Prophet? Amen. I do. I think it is. Uh, bringing that out uh, this morning, uh, pushing it out a little further, bringing, I like your, your topic, understanding. Uh, focusing us on that, I could say that when we understand um, to discern the Lord's body is to discern that we're talking about the children of God. We're talking about those in the kingdom of God. We're talking about all of those who are born into the kingdom. And so when you talk about that word discerning, we must make sure that we understand, that's a great word for us this morning, understand what this application is all about. And that is to love one another, to honor one another, to respect mm -hmm. one another, to yes. forgive one another, but above all, to love one another. And even as Christ loves each one of us, so must we love one another. And this is how we discern. This is how we pay attention to and enter into that particular directive or whatever, however we want to look at it. But still, it's what God is calling us to do. We must discern the Lord's body. When we walk accordingly, toward one another, then that is what's called discerning the Lord's body, which is your second application this morning. Mm -hmm. um, that is walking in love 
toward one another. And as we pointed out in some of our teaching on last week, one of the main functions of love is to be kind, to be kind to one another. Kindness is one of the so that means I'm going to be kind to you. I may not know you, but I'm going to be kind to you. I'm not going to point a finger at you or try to bring you down or try to hurt you or try to, you know, speak evil of you or hurt you in any way. I'm going to be kind. And then when we look at what Jesus said over in Matthew chapter 5, verse 44, he said, you have heard that it has been said to love your neighbor. But I say to you, come on, what did he say? I say to you, love what? Your enemies. Yes. He said, I say to you, pray for those who what? Wrongfully misuse and abuse you. I say to you that you must do that. So we must make sure that we follow after righteousness, after what he said. He said, bless them that curse you. Do good to them that hate you and pray for them which despitefully use and persecute you. The flesh wants to retaliate against attack. The flesh yes. wants to defend itself. And that's understandable. That's nature. That's the way we all are. You know, we want to put up those defenses. And we should, I'm not trying to say we should not, you know, try to keep ourselves from evil because we should. We should do everything we can. But when we let hatred get into our heart because of those attacks, then that's when Satan, you know, can get uh, closest to us and inflict us with all of the sicknesses and diseases that he wants to put on us because we're not really walking in the way God wants us to walk toward, you know, people who, who what misuse and abuse us. So to me, now, mm-hmm. concerning the Lord's body has a lot to do with uh, those areas. Satan knows that That's if right. he can get us fighting one another, if he can get us walking in unforgiveness and strife and separation and division, well, he has, that's where he has his greatest and widest range of expression to what offend us, attack us. The body of Christ is every sister and every brother that has received Jesus as Lord and Savior. And we have to discern that. We have to be able to discern that. People say discerning is a big word. It is. But we can discern when we are in the spirit realm, things will be revealed to us. Like we're talking about the word God gave us for 2023. We said we're going to go from revelation to what? Restoration. And that's, that's right. what we are talking about even this morning. We we need to get a revelation what that word discernment means. We need to press into yes. spiritual things. We mm-hmm. need to press into spiritual things. In the natural world, we see things with our eyes. We hear things with our ears. We smell, we taste, we touch, we feel. But there's another realm. There's another realm, and that's the spiritual realm. And in the spiritual realm, it's about discerning. It's about discerning the things of God. It's about going 
higher than just the eyes and the ears and the nose and the fingers and those uh, senses. We need to go into the spiritual realm and get into the sense of what? Discerning. Discerning from God. Downloading from Him. And when you download from God, that's called a revelation. That's That's called getting a revelation about what the Word of God is saying. Like this morning, you know, you're talking about not discerning the Lord's body. Well, that revelation, when it comes to us, it'll then take us up to restoration. That's good. It'll take you up to what? Being healed from the revelation, from getting a good understanding of what God is saying to us. Now we can receive it. We can believe it. We can walk it out. And then we'll see, yes, we'll see the restoration. We'll see the healing. We'll see the manifestation of what we've been believing God for, as we said earlier in, in this week and on Sunday. What you believe God for in 2022, if you didn't see his manifest, don't give in. Don't give up on it. Don't throw in the towel and say, you know, well, I didn't get it. No, keep your confession going. Keep thanking God for that. That's discernment. That's what discernment is all about. Discerning that when God gives us a commandment and he gives us a promise, it's for eternity. He's not going to expect us to end it at the end of every year just because the year ended. No, he wants us to hang on to that. He wants us to keep saying the same thing. He wants us to keep pressing in and holding on and believing. Because we know the scripture tells us that one day with God is like what? A thousand years. Yes. So we don't have to cave in and quit because December 31st came in. No, go ahead on over into January 1. Go ahead on over into February. Go ahead on into March and thank God. Keep thanking God for what he promised you in 2022. See, that's discernment. Amen? So just like we discern the blessings of God, that he's, the promises that he's spoken unto us and hold on to that, then learn to you must learn to discern the body, discern the Lord's body, which is every believer in Christ. I am called by God to love you. Mm-hmm. I am commanded by God to love you and love you. We do. We love you. Just God says, the Bible says, God so loved the world that he gave us Jesus Christ. And when Jesus came and did what God commended him to do at the end of his ministry. He gave that same charge to each of us. He said, now you go and do the same. Go and do as I did. But well, we're commended to walk in love. We're commended to discern that that's my sister. That's my brother in the Lord. And yes. I must love I must love them. I must love her. So discerning the Lord's body is discerning the fact that each of us are part, just like she said, Apostle, it's, we are part of this large body. That's right. And we're called by God to discern and treat one another as, as sisters and brothers in Christ. Absolutely. That's good. That's good. Now, I have a little bit more I want to give you. We want to share with you on this second application, okay? Now, 
again, spiritual maturity is always interested in the whole body because Jesus paid for the whole body, not just an individual. So we know that we are God's family, and it's important to God on how you treat his family. Prophet, it matters to God how we bring, we bring our supply to the family. See, there are one family, but there are members, and every member have a responsibility in the family. See, it's not appropriate for some people to do their part in the family and others not do that. See, kids have knocked down and dragged out fights over this. One kid will say, I'm doing all the work and you sitting down watching TV. I'm doing all the work and you playing a video game. See, even children know it is not appropriate for people not to do their part in the family. See, well, the body of Christ is a family and it Every one of us have a part. So, now, First uh, Corinthians chapter twelve and verse eighteen. But now have God set the members, every one of them, in the body as it pleased Him. Notice, God set you. You belong in the body, you are valuable, you are needed, you are important, and you are part of God's plan. He don't ever diminish your role in the body of Christ. God set you in the place in the body. Now, Prophet Ephesians, uh, and I'm going to look at this in the New Living Translation, Ephesians 4 and 16. God makes the whole body fit as each part does its special work and help each part to grow. So you got to be interested in your brothers and sisters. See, when you do your part, it affects the whole body on how it grows. The whole body is healthy and grows to your words, prophet, and full of love. How you treat the body is so important. If you hold back your part, you are not walking in love. But when you do your part, you are. Part to play. First Corinthians chapter seven, I believe, in verse seventeen, each one should fill the place that God have assigned to him which the Lord have called them. We are all called to a place in the body to bring a supply, bring a function, do the work. And Paul says, this is the rule that I wrote down in all the churches. He's talking about the local churches. So we cannot do our part and say that we are members of the local church. Now listen, you can sit in a room and have fellowship with God. You can pray. But when you are absent in the church, 
that local body is not receiving the supply that you could bring. Now listen, when you discern your part in the church, that Jesus gave us, listen, Jesus gave gift to the church, apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, teachers. But listen, you got to catch this. When you have a pastor, the pastor is the one who lives with the sheep. Okay? Apostle needs to work, and then they may be there for a period of time. But many times, they turn it over to a pastor. And the pastor is the one who stays with the sheep. So if you don't discern the importance of the fivefold ministry, you are not discerning the body of Christ. From this cause, many are weak, sickly, and they die prematurely. Did you know when you are not connected to a man, a woman of God, you can die prematurely? And many have. Now listen, let's look at Ephesians chapter 4 and verse 11. It says, and Jesus gave some apostles, some prophets, and some evangelists, some pastors and teachers. See, he gave it. He gave it as gifts to the body to help the body grow and mature. Now listen. He gave gifts, but if you won't receive it, Satan loved that because he knows you're on your own. But see, we need these gifts that he gave. And if we don't receive it, something that is so important in our life, it can be uh, like a child don't have a parent. Are you see this? We need them. So if we need them, we should not work uh, against them. Do you see that? Now, we read in 1 Corinthians 12 and 18, it says, but God has set the members in the church, every one of them, in the body. See, God gave gifts. Now, we go on and read in Ephesians uh, chapter 4, verse 11. He gave apostles, prophets, evangelists. Why did he give them? For the perfecting of the maturing of the saints. Look at the next phrase. Why? So the saints can do the work of the ministry. There is a work for every member for you to fulfill. Now look at the next phrase. To be, so that the body can be edified. So when you do your part, the body is edified. See, Jesus don't want his body handicapped. But if you are not doing your work, you are limiting the body. Pay attention to words now. For this cause, many are weak, sickly, 
and many die prematurely. See, you have to think of the whole body and not just one. See, the people will say, uh, well, why it's important that I go to church? Why do I need uh, these gifts? Well, why does you send your children to a school? Why academically education is so important? So life is better for you. Do you see that? So you don't keep your children at home away from academic instruction, away from being taught. So see, listen, if they like proper teaching and training, your life is going to be hard. So Jesus don't want that, so he gives you that help. What did he do? He gave you the fivefold ministry gift. Now, all of these gifts, it helps the body grow up. So see, listen, when you are part of the church, you have not just the pastor, but the apostle, the prophet, the evangelist, the teacher. See? Now, and it makes it easy for you to live in what? Victory, prophet. See, Jesus went to church. Did y'all know that? Uh-huh. You can look in Luke chapter 4, verse 16, and Jesus came to Nazareth where he was brought up. And as his custom was, he went to the synagogue. As his custom was, Jesus had the custom of the habit of going to church. The synagogue means going to church. So if Jesus went, the rest of the sons and daughters of God need to go. He went to bring his supply and to receive his supplies. We are part of a ministry to bring a supply and to receive a supply. Psalms 92 and 13, to be those who are planted in the house of the Lord shall flourish in the courts of our God. You can't be outside and flourish as you could in it. Listen to what it says. Those who are what? Planted. They shall still bring forth fruit in old age. Psalms 92 and verse 14. Even in old age, you are producing more and more and more. Why? Because in that place, you are bringing something to the body. See? You are bringing something to it, which is very important for you to catch here today. Now, you are also receiving something. In this last phrase, it says there shall be that in flourishing. Forever a prophet increasing in your life. See? And you're what? Flourishing. That happens in the body of Christ. It does not happen outside of it. And then Hebrews chapter 10 and verse 24 and 25 says, and let us consider the sacrifice translation, and let us consider the attentive, continuous care of watching over one another. See? Folks, listen. 
How do you watch over each other if you're not a part of the family? Study how you may stir up, stimulate. See? You are bringing encouragement to each other. Verse 25 says, not to forsaking or is it neglecting, which is the habit of some people. You got a good habit in your life, it blesses your life. You have a bad habit, it damages your life. Folks, listen. This is so vitally important. For instance, this healing school, it wasn't a Larry and Helen Elgar idea. It was a God idea. Are you listening to me? The Lord said to me, he wants to heal his people. He wants to heal them. He wants you healed. What did the scripture say? Romans ten seventeen. So then faith cometh by who? Hearing. Faith cometh how? By hearing and hearing by the word of God. But if you won't tune into healing school, how is healing going to come? Are you hearing what I'm saying? See, this healing school provides the seed. Now listen very carefully. Pay attention to words. This healing school provides the seed. The word of God is the seed. If you want uh, apples, you have to plant apple seeds. If you want potatoes, you have to plant potato seeds. Same way spiritually. If you want healing, healing is spiritual. You have to get the seed for healing. What's the seed for healing? The word. The what? The word. Now, notice, when you don't get it, remember what it says, for this cause. What cause? Not discerning the Lord's body. For this cause, or for this reason, we can say, many are sickly, many are weak, and many die prematurely. Why? Not discerning the Lord's body. Not paying attention to. Not receiving. Not understanding. Oh, I tried that faith stuff and faith don't work. Listen to me. Listen very carefully. Like you go into a store, prophet. You go into a store. You can fill that basket up, maybe two. Before you can get out of that door with those goods, you have to stop at the front where a cashier is present. Are you listening to me? You have to pay some money. By the same 
token. Spiritually speaking, the money is the seed, the word. I think of Luke chapter 8 and verse 11. The seed is the word of God. Are you getting this? It is so vitally important for you to know. Jesus said, by his stripes, you are what? You are healed. That's some seed for healing. Who his own self took it. He bought it in his own body. That's seed for healing. Do y'all see this? This is so important to recognize. You need to know these things, and you need to take these things very, very serious. See, when you are in healing school, listen now, we're talking about making an investment in you. Many of you are suffering life and death situations. Folks, listen, because the doctors give up and say there's nothing else we can do for you. That don't mean it's over. Are you hearing me? That is not an indication it's over with and you have to die. That's not true. In Psalms 91 and verse 16, Jesus said, I'll satisfy you with long life. Let me ask you a question then. Are you satisfied? If you're not satisfied, what is he telling you? Keep living. Huh? Yeah. Remember Proverbs chapter 18 and verse 21? Amen. Pay attention now. Death and life is where? In the power of your tongue. Death is only your tongue uh, and life is only your tongue. Now here's the point I really want you to see here. Here's what I'm really getting at. Faith you cannot just have. Pay attention to words. You cannot just have faith. You must release it. When faith is released, prophet, then the power of God flows. But the power of God does not flow until faith is released. Now, pay attention to that word release. Let me explain it this way before we quit. Faith is the pipeline where the power of God flows through. The power of God comes out of the pipeline into you and heal your body or do whatever it is you need done. See? James said, don't just be a hearer of the word, but be a doer. You do this stuff. Some point you have to participate and become a doer of what you are finding out, and you will see. Wait a minute. Hey, I'm different here. Something different. Somebody has been suffering with shingles. That shingles is gone now in the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you for it. That was a word of knowledge for somebody. If you've been suffering with shingles, take it. Amen. 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 What you say, Father? 
I think so. I think it's awesome, Apostle. I think it's awesome. The scripture that stuck out to me uh, when you said, we must hear the word. We can't just be healed. We must hear. And we must be healed. We must hear it so we can be healed. I think that was powerful. The scripture is plain on that. Faith must be released. It must be what? Released. Release your faith. Until you release your faith, the power of God cannot flow. See? But if you want the power of God to flow, faith must be released. Like if you want those girlfriends to get outside the door into your car, to go home with you, you got to release some money, right? Absolutely. Well, the same way, you must release some faith. When you release, listen now, when you release faith, the power of God will flow, and it will flow freely. Amen. It'll flow what? Freely. Freely. Praise God.